Guys, I am so excited. I have Henry on the podcast today, and I cannot wait to hear more about his story and for you guys to be inspired by him. Henry, welcome to today's podcast. Hey, guys. All right. So can we start off by you just introducing yourself and telling um, the listeners and me a little bit more about who you are? Yeah, sure. So I'm I'm Henry. I'm 34, based in, in the UK, in London. I'm married to an amazing um, Scottish lady called Jenny, and we have two little boys, Mungo and Boaz. Um, and, you know, my life has been, you know, mixed of doing lots of things. I started life in finance. I spent time with the British military, and I spent a lot of my life out in Africa. Um, and I've always just been passionate about uh, tech and the Lord. That is so cool. First, I love the names of your kids. And second, I love how um, you said that you've just spent so much time doing so many different things. What has been the most inspirational or inspiring words or statement that you have ever been told? Um, wow, great, great, you know, great question. Um, now, am I allowed to, is it allowed to be something from the Bible? Yes, I would love if it was something from the Bible. Okay, amazing. Well, you know, for me, I think um, what I've always found really inspiring is, you know, Isaiah forty thirty one. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. Mm-hmm. They will soar on the wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. And, you know, for me... This verse has has been such a big part of my life, especially in the military. We, you know, had to do some some fairly kind of miserable endurance tasks, and you're often on your own and come night carrying heavy things. And I once heard a monk say he was talking about meditation, and he was talking about combining your breath with powerful statements. And so as I would walk, as I'd be alone, as I'd breathe in, I'd be saying they will soar. And as I'd breathe out on the wings of eagles and this, it became such an inspiring quote for me because, you know, if you hope in the Lord, you know, you will soar on the wings like eagles, you will run and not grow weary and you will walk and not be faint. You can do anything. You will never tire with him at your side. So if I'm allowed one from the Bible, that is the most inspirational thing for me. And it's been really impactful in my life. Mm, That is just so impactful. Even hearing you say that now just restores so much hope in my heart. I was writing a caption this morning um, for my Instagram sort of about that, but now I'm going to include that verse. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Uh, So what has your walk with God been like? Like, were you always a believer? How did you come to faith? Mm, I've been so blessed that uh, I've always known God in my life. My father was a preacher and kind of the, the local church warden, um, which, which is something we have over here. Um, and, you know, I, I've been, you know, that's such a fortunate position to be in. So I've always known him. I've always had him at my side. Now, of course, our journeys as we mature have, have gone in ups and downs and that relationship with him has, you know, varied in, in its strength. But, you know, as I matured as a, you know, as a man, but, um, you know, I've always had him there as a friend and I've always had that kinship of, of having God as a father and as a friend and at my side. And, mm. you know, I'm still maturing in my faith and, you know, I'm, you know, still you've got a long way to go, but um, it's been a fantastic, you know, journey and I'm very privileged to have known him my whole life. 
What a blessing it is to hear you describe God as a friend and to walk right beside you because I think sometimes a lot of us can get caught in the idea that God feels so far away. But I just love that reminder. And I also love how you said like you're still becoming in your faith because that's one thing that God's been teaching me so much is that we're always becoming on our on our walks with Him. Yes, yeah, so much so. It is just so amazing. Um, and I, I was listening to an interview that you did with somebody else as I was preparing for this podcast. And uh, I heard you talk about this 50 feet fall that you had um, and God protected you. Could you talk a little bit more about that and how that experience in turn shaped your faith and where you are today? Yeah, sure I can. Um, not my kind of most favorite memory, but... Um... <laughs> It was, you know, when when I was with the army, um, we did we were doing a lot of climbing training, and I was climbing, and I didn't have any ropes, and you know, one thing led to another, and I I fell, and I fell you know, fifty foot, um, you know, onto the onto the hard ground, and I I blacked out. I didn't know that it had happened, but I remember waking up, lying on the floor, and opening my eyes, not knowing where I was looking up at my friend um, and asking him, you know, did this really happen? He, he said, yes, unfortunately so. Um, and, you know, minutes later, I was surrounded by you know, paramedics who came in and no one could believe where I'd fallen from and the fact that I was still talking. And I ended up, you know, I was taken to hospital, but all of my signs and all of the scans I had, come, you know, I was in quite a bit of pain and I'd collapsed along and broken some ribs but that was you know minor in comparison to what could have happened and in hospital they were calling me the miracle child mm. you know all of the paramedics kept asking they couldn't believe what had happened and you know the amazing part of this story and why I really you know truly believe that you know that I was protected by God and his angels in that time was I called my family the next day to tell them about it and I was told a story that had happened at the same time I was having my fall my sister was walking along the street with her husband in London and she immediately stopped, turned to her husband and said, we need to pray for the protection of someone in my family. And they stopped right there and they prayed and they sent that to, to the family group, you know, WhatsApp group. Um, and the verse that came, that, that came to her was Deuteronomy thirty three twenty seven: The eternal God is your dwelling place and underneath are the everlasting arms. And from that moment, I truly believed that I was captured in his everlasting arms and brought down to earth. I shouldn't have survived that fall, let alone walk away from it. You know, since then, I met people who've fallen half the height and have been paralyzed the neck down. And so, you know, that's impacted me hugely from that event because I truly believe that God has a purpose for me, saved me for a reason. Mm. And, you know, I'm trying to walk in that path now. I love that. I I am just so blown away by that. I know personally, um, hearing that story and knowing how true that is, because I was a can I am a cancer survivor, and my cancer is very rare. I wasn't supposed to survive, but God saved me for a purpose, just like you. And and what a beautiful gift it is to know, like the fact that we are still here and we're still breathing. This goes for anyone, but God still has a purpose for us. God is not done with our time on earth. Uh, amazing. 
And and what you, your story you shared too, I, I'm sure it just um, reinforces the power of prayer. Because I know sometimes it's so easy to think like, oh, does my prayers really matter? But the story of how your family just knew they had to pray for you and, and prayed over you, and that was a huge, huge stronghold in your protection. Like that is just incredible reminder of how important our prayer life is. Yeah, I mean, entirely. And that, I think the power is just fully displayed then. And just the immediacy of it was um, incredible. Mm, and even the the urgency of the Holy Spirit, like how the Holy Spirit is alive and working and giving us discernment. Yeah. So awesome. So would you say that that completely shaped your faith or was it just like a stepping stone to where God has put you today? I think um, you're always made up from experiences that that happen that that bring you closer. Events I can remember, you know, certain talks that really hit me as a you know as a child, and certain moments in your life. And for me, that was a real big inflection point uh, that has brought me closer to God. And you know what I'm doing now and the path I'm on, which is completely entwined, you know, with Him. And um, so that definitely had a very large impact on my life. Yeah. I love how you said that the path that you're on now is completely entwined with him. Um, and you're a Christian and you're an entrepreneur. So how does being so entwined with the Lord um, impact your work and impact everything that you're doing? Well, it's, it's fantastic being a Christian and entrepreneur, which is sometimes quite a lonely existence. But, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, it it's, it's great when you can ask someone else at all hours um, for guidance. And to know that there is someone else who's, who's, who's guiding you. So it's absolutely fantastic. Um, it's it's been, a, been a complete blessing. And it, it does, you know, can be difficult at times, especially when you're operating a business and you're needing to do everything you can to get that business going. And you need to do everything you can to spread the word and, and find growth opportunities and operating in the secular world and the Christian world and... Sometimes those lines can be can be grey, and you've just got to stay kind of whiter than white, and and that's and that can be sometimes the, the hard bits. And you know, I was very clear early on of laying down the principles of, of what we were doing with our work and, and how it would, you know, and how we should structure it ongoing. Um, and you know, sticking to them is can sometimes be hard. Sometimes it can feel like you're holding the business back, but ultimately, it's always you know, the right decision. So, um, but you know, overall it's a, it's, it's amazing. I agree with that. I've been an entrepreneur since I was 15 and, um, being a Christian entrepreneur, like you said, is just so amazing because we don't have to do it alone. We have God right there for us. And even if it seems like the wrong decision to the world, it's still the right decision to the Lord because ultimately like our hope is in him and we, I know I stress out about a lot, but ultimately, like, my stress doesn't need to equate to being overwhelming because we can just lay it at God's feet and just walk away. Yeah, entirely. Entirely. It's just so cool. So how did you come up with the Glorify app that you're you're in charge of today? And, and what did that look like? How did it go from an idea to what it is now? Yeah, so it's been a... It's- it's been a long journey, I think a long journey in, you know, in my heart. 
and then you know shorter journey in in reality but a very exciting one so probably about seven or eight years ago when i saw some of the large secular meditation apps that have really taken the world by storm uh calm or headspace would be you know some you know a couple of those names in the space and and i heard about them and i thought this is incredible people need time to meditate, time to heal anxiety, time to help sleep. You know, they need tools to just give them a moment in this busy lifestyle. But why isn't there, why isn't there something for Christians? Why is the, the Christian market seems to be a decade behind in technology mm. from the secular market? And if we let Christians and we continue to have Christians being second-class tech citizens, then we won't capture the young, we won't capture the youth, and we won't be able to bridge that divide between the secular world, which has this amazing quality of, of technology, and the Christian world. So, you know, I've got a, be- a background of, of building technology, um, and I wanted to focus on bridging that gap between Christian tech and secular tech. And so that's what I set out to do um, about a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago now, and we built the app and we put it onto the app store about a year ago and it's been a whirlwind ride ever since um it's you know we've got um over a million users and it's wow. just really exciting um the growth's been um been really incredibly encouraging and um yeah it's been a fun ride that's amazing. I cannot say how much I love that. I personally started using the Glorify app as well, and it's just so cool to see that you you saw the need to bridge the gap for Christians and that you sought out to do that because if we're not advancing, if we're not going out to the world, then, then what are we doing? We got to meet people where they are, and I just love that so much. Thank you. So what has the process of building the app been? Has there been any struggles that have just um, it, like helped you persevere? Has there been anything, like any funny stories, anything that's really impacted you from the building of the Glorify app? Well, I think if you, if you look to where we, where we started um, you know, and then look to where we are now, I think that in itself is amusing because if we where we launched and we thought we had something that was brilliant. Actually, the market told us that it was okay. You know, it was fine. But, and from that data, you know, I always believe you never launch a product and it's perfect. You launch a product and then you work out what the customers say and then you, mm. and then you iterate and deliver on it. And from that experience to the experience that was even three months after that, six months after that through to today is a hundred X different. And that's been a, just a, um, you know, a funny and quite wild journey. And obviously it's been during COVID and lockdowns, so it's been quite a strange time because we haven't been able to travel. We thought we'd have to travel lots, but we haven't had to. Um, we've done everything remotely. We've got teams in five different countries and we've we've just managed that. And, um, you know, it's, it's always kind of feels that a bit like a comedy show in one way and in another way, um, you know, completely different. So yeah, it's been, it's been a fun ride. That's so cool. That's so cool that you have teams in five different countries and that God has just kept using this app to impact so many people. Yeah, it's been, I've I've been very, very blessed to be able to have the opportunity to be, to be able to be involved in it. Mm. 
in a, in a company like Glorify. It's, it's really such fun. So I know that you probably get tons of messages from people that are using the app, and I know you have a team working on it, but have you personally seen any messages or heard or been affected by the app itself? Like, how do you see God working online in the Glorify app, like, every single day? Well, yeah, yes, that, you know, not all of the messages come through to me, but I, I make sure that I see, um, you know, I see all of, you know, um, you know the the kind of exceptional ones, whether it's exceptionally negative or exceptionally um, positive. I really want to stay on top of what the what the you know our users are saying, and it's it's been really amazing. We've been overwhelmed with some of the feedback we we get and the support we get from people who, um, you know, people are saying that it's it, it's really changed and transformed their life, and that is just in, incredible to see on a daily basis i think sometimes you can get stuck behind a computer doing you know a task that you're doing at that specific time and it's those messages and i always send them around to the team that makes you pick up your head and realize the purpose and the vision that you're on you know is, is a really impactful one Mm, so good and to the girl who's listening to the podcast to any girl that's listening to this episode who really wants to help strengthen their prayer life and want to be able to meditate on god's word in a deeper level what advice do you have for them well i think um i always come back to the thing which is which inspired a lot of how we structure glorify which is little and often mm. You're starting to connect with God in small doses, small bits, but on a regular basis, you know, every day, just starts to really increase that connection that you have with him. And it's the regularity rather than the time. But as you start doing that regularity and that relationship and that bond gets stronger, then you'll want to naturally increase the time. And, and that's how you grow and foster that great relationship. And then sometimes we go through bad patches. And then my encouragement is to start again with little and often, you know, a little bit every single day. And, and in Glorify, we built it. So it's bite-sized, it's manageable, it's small chunks. But if you want to do a lot more, well, then it's there. But if you only have that five, ten minutes, then, you know, it's also the perfect, the perfect place for you. And so doing it every day, doing small little bits, um, and then gradually building them up, I think, is an amazing way to increase your connection with God and your relationship with Him. I love that so much. I know that um, for me personally, in different seasons of my life, my meditation and my prayer time has changed. And right now, as a young mom, my prayer time is a, or my Bible and prayer time is a lot shorter than what it used to be. And and having that ability to go and do 5, 10, 15 minutes a day when I can makes a whole lot of a difference. If I do five minutes one day instead of just completely missing it, my heart is so much more grounded and I just have so much more peace of the Lord. Yeah, that is exactly, exactly that. Where can listeners get the Glorify app, connect with you, and go, go deeper with what you talked about today? Well, the, the Glorify app can be downloaded, um, you know, whether it's on the App Store if you're an Android device through through Google Play. Uh, I can be connected with, you know, through the app, through any of our social media 
media channels I'm I'm useless with my personal social media but um, I'm, I'm sure I need to get better and yeah so I but everything you know comes through to me eventually um, and I love you know hearing from everyone and, I, and uh, love connecting with people awesome thank you so much for being on today's podcast thank you so much for your time it's, it's been great I've loved it <laughs>